blessing to be able, thank you Pastor Mike, um, to be able to be here um, as well as to be part of what God is doing um, here at High Point Church and through the community. So I, I feel blessed that I, uh, I am here. I, um, I can't say enough about probably seeing most of you and, and shake hands or at least say hi or bye at some point. And I can't say enough about how welcome we feel in this place. Um, so for us and for our church, and I speak for Iglesia Restauración y Vida, it's a blessing to be here and be part of, of working together for the kingdom of God. And today, being in this service, we were all excited about it. The church was excited. So um, it, it's a blessing to be, to be here today. Um, I bring greetings from my wife, Elena Sainz, and my three children. I have three boys. <laughs> um, those of you that have kids will know how busy a household can be when you have boys and, and three of them. Um, one is 10 years old, the other one is seven, and the other one is just turned four. Um, and that's the more feisty one that we're working with. Um, but God is helping us and give us the wisdom. That's when we apply the word when it says, when you lack in it, ask him. And that's what we're doing with him. So God is, you know, God has blessed us, you know, blessed me with a beautiful wife, beautiful children, and as well as uh, um, good relationship like like this one with with High Point Church. So I'm, I'm I'm a blessed man, and I can say that to the glory and honor of God. Um, with that said, I wanna I want you guys to open your Bibles in um, Isaiah chapter 43, and you guys probably will see hopefully the slides um, at some point up in the. Um, the projection slides. Um, chapter 43, verse 18, and the first part of 19. Um, I'm not, not going to read the whole verse, but just the first part of that verse. Okay? And I ask you to please bear with me. I, I, I said every time I got to, you know, preach in English, um, which I sometimes do, um, after the service or after the preaching, my tongue hurts. Um, because, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's a different, a different way and, and, you know, but it's all, it's all for the glory of God. So I hope you bear with me. And I also ask you to, if I make a mistake in a pronunciation of a word, you know, you also bear with me, uh, you know, help me out. Maybe shout out the word. Hey, it's like this pastor. It's okay. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm okay with that. So the word says, um, in the name of the father, the son, and the Holy ghost, remember Ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Behold, I will do a new thing. Father God, thank you for the word. And I put my hand, myself in your hands. When... When they asked me to, if I wanted to bring the word for, for this Sunday, um, of course, a preacher always can never say no to that. Um, so I thank you. I thank the pastor and, and the people that, you know, that put the service together and allowed me to be here today. So I, I said yes, but then I said, oh, no, what did I just got myself into? Um, because I, I know I got to, you know, it was going to be in English. And you know what? When I started thinking about it, uh, obviously, when I preach in my churches in Spanish, so I, I, I try to um, 
think and do the message all in Spanish. And here, and I said, I hope, you know, God blesses me with, uh, with an English title right away and try to work it out and, you know, put it in my spirit. And uh, that's exactly what happened, you know. And when Pastor Mike asked me, I said, you know, new beginnings. You know, we all like new beginnings. And our God is a God of new beginnings. How many can say amen? amen. God is a God of new beginnings. You know, he, the old he put in the past. And, and that's what we're going to be talking a little bit about, about that in today's sermon. New beginning, a fresh start. You know, sometimes we go through life and a lot of things happens in our lives. And we kind of get stuck in that same old routine. And God wants us to step out. Can you tap the brother or the sister in your, next to you and say, step out? You know, we uh, sometimes we gotta we gotta step out. We gotta you know fresh new start. God wants us to do something different. God wants to bring a new, I mean, a new beginning in our lives. And sometimes that's hard for us. You know, I, you know, a lot of us like new things. You know, if I say I'm gonna give you a new car, you probably say, Hey, you got, that's good. You know, where are the keys? Uh, uh, and, and you're making the payments, right? Um, you know, or something to that effect. Um, so so you will probably you know that that's what I'm that's what I'm, I'm saying. We like new things now. Now, in order to get new things, there is certain things that must happen. You know, if you're going to buy a car, you need to know that your finances are in order in order to make those payments to get that car. If you're going to get a house, there's a, there's a series of things that need to happen before you can get to the, to the point where you can actually purchase the house. So, you know, new beginnings always bring challenges with them. But the, the good thing is that when God talks about good, uh, new beginnings, he helps us through all those challenges so we can meet those challenges and not only can we meet him we can overcome him and be victorious in his name can we say amen so that's part of what God wants us and is working through us you know uh, we all like new things Todo, a lot of us want new beginnings and the blessing that comes with it uh, you know but sometimes we have to work to make that happen for us to make that happen in our lives um, and I'm not talking about change when, when I talk about new beginnings um, it's different than when you talk about change. See, I, I like to describe change as something that is um, reversible. You know, change, you change the hair, the, the color of your hair, or for that matter, you take your hair off, um, or it falls off, however you want to look at it. But, you know, it, 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 that's the way it works. And, and, you know, those are changes that happen in your life. You know, changes, if you change the, your color to one hair, you can change it to another color. You know, changes in your life are reversible. You know, you can re reverse most, most of the changes. But see, when I talk about what God is doing in our lives, what the new beginning He wants in our life, it's not about... Uh, it's not about change. It's about transformation. It, because transformation is not reversible. I mean, you can become worse or better, but you will never, you can't reverse transformation. When God works in our life, He works through transformation. And that way, you know, it's not, you can't, you can't go back. It's not reversible. It, it, you know, God transforms. He makes us better in a new way. And that's why I want to, we, we're talking today about that new beginning in our lives. You know, a lot of us, you know, we get, we get scared a little bit when we talk about, uh, you know, new things. Um, we like new things, but we sometimes don't like the process of the new things. It, it, it's hard for us. You know, us as human beings, we, changes um, 
are not easy sometimes, you know, for us. We get accustomed to our everyday living that we kind of, you know, resent or push back when there's a big change in our life. And at the end, what God wants is the best for us. Sometimes, you know, at work, we kind of resist that change, you know, throughout technology. We resist that change. You know, a lot of us, you know, had a hard time when, when we went from, you know, the typewriters. I don't know how many of you, and I might be aging myself here, but the typewriters, uh, um, you know, when, when we, we were, you know, how many can remember the typewriters? <laughs> I'm not alone here. I'm glad. Um, you know, and then we moved into the different systems, you know, and we had a hard time. Oh, I can't, I don't know how to learn that. You know, I'm not, some of us even might have thought that, you know, I'm not smart enough to get onto that level and, and learn how to work a computer and, you know, all the things, the digital things now. And every day, every time they come even, you know, there's more changes. And some of us, you know, at the beginning kind of were pushing back to not make those changes. What is that doing? It's keeping us in the back tail end of things. And God wants us in front. God wants us to God wants us to move to that new beginning so we can experience the new things and the new blessings that he has for us. But we are able to say, okay, God, I know you're changing things. I know you're transforming things. I know there's new things coming up in my life. And although I'm not too used, I'm not used to those changes. I don't know how to handle these things, but I'm going to trust you. See, it's all about trust. It's all about faith. Knowing that even in those stages of new things coming in our life, he will be with us. He will work through us. And he will make us victorious at the end of it all. Amen. Because he's doing it for our good. The Bible says that everything, he's, the thoughts he has for us is thought of goodness. Things that he wants to do in our lives to make us better, to make us feel good. And it's not that we all always going to have everything in the right way. No. We're going to have challenges. We're going to have things. The thing is that he's going to be through us, with us through those challenges, through those things. And we're going to be able to overcome all of those. And, you know, with, with, with new beginnings, this is what happens. You know, we sometimes push back, you know, to try to, uh, you know, stay where we are in our comfort zone. And God wants to move you today from your comfort zone. And he wants to bring you into the new things that he has for you, into the new life that he has for you, into the new blessings that he's going to bring in upon your life, into upon your, upon your uh, um, ministry, upon your business, upon your family. And, 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 and you got to be up and ready for that because it's not just one thing. He wants to do new things all the time. Our God is a, a God that he wants to do new things in our lives. And that's why we, we understand that from the Bible. And I'm going to go into a few verses, you know, right here so you can understand what I'm, what I'm coming from. Um, when God starts new things, he eliminates, he eliminates the old. See, he doesn't want all and new together. It don't work. It looks bad. How many of you have ever put on a nice dress shirt with a 10-year-old khaki pants? 20-year-old khaki pants. Us men have probably have done that, let's admit it. And our wives look at us and say, you're not going out with me like that, are you? And we're like, what's wrong with this? Right? Uh-huh. Um, but it, it, because it doesn't, it doesn't look good. You know, the old and the new, it doesn't work good together. If, you know, our God, when he is going to do something new, he gets rid of the old. And, and, and we got this tendency, instead of getting rid of the old, we accumulate the old. 
No, no, you guys didn't get me. I guess nobody does here. I, I, only Hispanics do that then, huh? Pastor Mike, I'm sorry. Um, so we accumulate the old and keep on buying new, and it just becomes a big, well, stuff not organized. You know, you know what I mean. It, it, it just, it, it's just weird, you know. When, but, and God wants us to learn how he does things. And through the Bible, we see time after time after time that he starts and does something new. But before he gets the new things going, he gets rid of the old. Because he doesn't want to combine the new and the old because it doesn't work. It brings bad chemistry. It brings bad things into our lives. So he wants to start something fresh, brand new. And our God is a creator. See, the one that combines the good with the bad, the old with the new, is the devil. That's why he doesn't, he, he's not like that. Our God is a God of the new, hallelujah. And he wants to bring you into that new stage, into that new moment in your life. And so that's why we got to start putting up on the, on the backside our old stuff. Amen. And this is what the Bible says. And I want you to help me read, read through this in, in, in Luke's um, chapter 5 and verse 36. And this might not be in the slides. Um, but I do want to read it for you. And, and he spoke... Also a parable unto them, Not, no man putteth a piece of new garment upon old. If otherwise, then both the new maketh a rent, and the piece that was taken out of the new agreeth not with the old. In other words, when you put one and all with the new, it rips the other one apart. It damages the other one. It damages the new one. It, that's why it does no good. Because you're not, you can't work with, with two things at the same time. That's when God talks to us and he redeems us. I mean, he saves us. He says, now you are new creation because he builds tops new. He, he transforms us. He says, now the things that you used to do, you're not going to do it anymore. Because he starts working from the inside to the outside so we start being new person with new attitudes with new uh, uh, things in our lives that he starts bringing up on our lives so the new and the old don't don't you can't combine those uh, it, it doesn't work um and, and and if you think about it a lot of us sometimes do that in our regular daily lives we try but it, it's not that bad oh it's okay you know, and I don't know how many of you have done this, but, you know, let's say you have a pair of jeans that had a few, now that's fashion, back in my days, though, where that might have been, you know, not, not the right way to dress, but, and now I wear them too. See, I'm, I'm getting into the new, just, just so you follow me. But, you know, back in the days, you know, if a pan had a, a big hole in the, in the knee, they would put a patch. They wouldn't buy a new one. What you talking about, kid? That's, that's a good pair of pants. Here you go. Wash them up and put them up again. Oh, and if it got a stain, then you paint them. You know, you dye them. And, you, you know, here you go. You got a brand new pair of pants, a different color. You know, and, and instead of, you know, saying, okay, it's time for a new thing. Can you say with me it's time for a new thing? Not that they all was bad. They all had its time. It had its purpose. I'm not telling you that the old was horrible. Maybe it was for some people. And that's good that God is bringing you to, into the new. But for maybe for some other people, the, the past was not that bad. 
But we still in that mentality, well, if it's not broken, why fix it? Because God wants new things and better things for you. Because God is in the, in the business of blessing people. Because God is in the business of bringing new things into our lives. So you can enjoy not only your life in him, but the life where you're here on earth. That's why. You know, and sometimes we get so stuck and so apprehensive about the old stuff. And until you let go of the old stuff, there's no new stuff coming. <laughs> because that's the way he works. No new things with old things. Either new or old. You decide. He, he'd rather have new. But you make that decision. I make that decision. We make that decision. Not him. He, he talks time. If you go through the Bible, I don't know how many times can you read the word new in the Bible. And he wants new things. He wants the old in the past. Don't drag the past to take longer than what it needs to. Step into the new. Step into what God has for you. Amen. Now, if we go to Genesis chapter 6 and verse 7. And the Lord said, I will destroy men whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast. And the creeping things and the fall, falls of the air for the rep repentive me that I have made them. So God was saying, I regret making mankind. What they have done, what they are at now, I, I don't know what they are. I don't know what I have done. I don't know why this is going on. He was upset about everything that was going on. But if you read that verse, he was getting rid of the old to start the new. And we all know it was about Noah. And you, we all know about what happened. I mean, we read those verses from the very beginning when we start coming to the church when we're kids. You know, we read about what happened. But what was God doing there? He was getting rid of the old. He was getting rid of things that could damage the future that he, want, he wanted for us. That he wanted. And he gave everyone a fair chance. Just like he's giving you today. You want new? He wants new for you. A new beginning. I don't know how many struggles you've been through. I don't know how many uh, tears you have, you, you have dropped. I don't know how many times you have, you know, cried out to God, why is this going on? How many, for how long more? I don't know your situation, but I do know one thing. He wants a new, fresh start for you and your family from now on. But you and I have to take that challenge and say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you up. I'm, I'm going to take you up on that challenge. My faith is going to start growing because you are my God. So this is, you know, we all know what happened with, with Noah. And, but I want to tell you this. Sometimes we think things are too bad. This is, this is not going to get better. You know, sometimes we get into this mentality, this ne negative mentality. You know, and we start thinking, no, things are not going to get better. This is just going to keep on going from worse to worse. I don't see the day in the light in this. And we just keep on thinking about how worse things can get. And then we get together with a friend. And that, friends of, that friend of us tells us exactly what we want to hear. We all got friends like that. 
Instead of saying, no, things will get better. Oh, my God. Is that real? Is that really what's happening to you? I don't know how I will handle it. I don't. So instead of things getting better, things keep on getting worse. Because the people that we surround ourselves with are not the best counselors in our life. So we got we to gotta think about that too. Because when the new time comes, and I'm not, I'm not meaning this in, into age scenario, but all friends or friends that we have, we might have to let go of some of that. Because he has new things in our lives. And he's going to bring people that are going to bring us up instead of bringing us down. So all these things start happening. But when you think about what happened, you know, this is, this is in Genesis chapter uh, 6, verse 5 and 6. If you can uh, follow me there, I will, I will also read something from, from there. It says, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. And that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil. And in the repent the Lord that he had made man on the earth and get, grieved him on his heart. So he was sorry again that he had created man. If, if you see this, this is, you know, because things were bad. And sometimes we think things are so bad that, you know, there's no reason. There's no, why should I keep on working with this? This is getting worse. Things can never be bad enough for us to lose hope. Because there's nothing impossible for our God. So he's a God of new beginnings, and I don't care where stage you are at, he's a God of new beginning. You can be all the way down, he's a God of new beginning. You can be in the middle, he's a God of new beginning. You can be right up there, he's a God of new beginnings. No matter what stage in life are you in and what situations you're going through, he is a God of new beginnings. And that's the God we serve. Now, things were bad, things are bad sometimes in our life. It doesn't matter. God is still a God of the new. Another thing that happens sometimes is if you, if you go to Genesis, Genesis chapter 7 and verse 6, it talks about the age of Noah. Noah was six, 600 years old. Sometimes we think, I don't know what that Hispanic ball pastor is talking about. I'm too old for this. I don't know what Pastor Mike invited him either. We'll have a talk on the board meeting next week, next time. Old? I'm too old for this. I don't have, I don't want, I don't need anything new. Well, you're serving the wrong God. Because God, our God, my God, is the God of the new. Can somebody give me an amen so I'm not alone up here? All right. God is the God of the new. So age don't mean nothing. Like they say in the world, age ain't number by number. It's only a number. It's how you feel inside. It's what God creates in you, new. Noah was 600 years, 600 years old. Now I know that none of us are 600 years old. 
So you can never be too old for God to do something new in your life. You can never made enough mistakes that God has is fed up with you and he will not do anything else with you. No, our God is a God of second and third opportunities. Our God is a God of the new. Our God is a God that will make a way out of no way. Hallelujah. That's our God. That's your God. That's my God. That's our God. And see, he is looking for people that wants to get into the new thing. Into the new with him. Because he is willing to do new things in their life. So all that happened. And, and even though he's age, And even though the things were bad. God gave him a new beginning. He got rid of the past. And started a new beginning. Because that's the way God works with us. Now Abraham. Also you know a, a, an interesting Way of things, if you, if you go to me, with me to Genesis chapter 19 and verse um, 15. It says, and when the morning arose, arose, then the angels hasted Lot, saying, Arise, take the wife, thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. So God wanted to take out Abraham and his family or, or Lot and his family. He wanted to take him out of there. Why? Why did he want to do that? Abraham took one way. Lot took another way. And that should say Lot, not Abraham. Sorry. Um, but when we start thinking about that, Lot was the person that took, when, when they divided the, 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 the possessions and the land, um, you know, Abraham told Lot, then you decide where you're going to go. And he took the side that he wanted to. But all of a sudden, things started becoming and going against God's will and what God wanted. And it became to a point when God says, I'm done with it, enough with this. I want a new thing. But before I start a new thing, I got to destroy the old. And see, time after time after time, you see how God takes care of the old first before he starts building the new one. And see, like I said, sometimes we're so stuck in the, in the past and in the things that we had that we start looking back, just like what happened to his wife. God said, do not look back. Do not search the things of the old of the past. Whatever happened in the past, good or bad, it's in the past. Let's leave it there. But see, they were not willing. Uh, his wife was not willing to leave it there. She had too many things, so she looked back. And the consequences, we all know what happened. See, that's why we got to keep on facing forward. That's why we have to face God I mean, and keep on going forwards instead of looking back. Because back is only going to bring us sometimes, you know, for some of us, pain and hardship. And he has caused enough things in our lives and now we need a new thing. How many are ready for the new thing? How many are ready for the new thing? Because that's what God wants for you. That's what God wants for me, for us, for every one of us. So, you know, some, it, it, it just, he had to destroy and get rid of the past. To start a new and fresh thing. And sometimes in our lives, and let's be honest, sometimes we, we take turns. And we take shortcuts, decisions that are not the best for our spiritual growth, for our spiritual life. And when we take those turns, then our lives, you know, things starts going and happening. And God, all, all he's telling you is, 
He's not going to judge you for those. He's not going to condemn you for those. But he wants a new thing. He wants a new life for you. He wants a new uh, set of blessings for you. And for that, we have to go his way and not ours. His path and not ours. Amen. Our God specializes in new beginnings. If we go to um, Numbers chapter 14 and verse 23. Another example. Surely they have shall not seen the land which I swore unto them fathers, neither shall any of them that provoke me see it. They were going into the promised land, but they were doing things that they shouldn't have done. And God said, I'm done with this too. And he said, none of you are going into that new land. He even told Moses, you're not going either. After all that time, you know, that, that got to be mind-blowing. That got to be irking. That got to make you mad. After all that he went through with all those people in the desert, after all the wrong things they said about him, after all the struggles he went through in the desert, and then all of a sudden, he can't even go into the promised land. He can only see it. So th this was, God wanted to start fresh and brand new. And that's what he did. He wanted to start fresh new. If you go to me with Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 35, you will see what it says there. Surely they shall not one of these men of this evil generation see that God which I swear to give unto their fathers. Also the Lord was angry with me for your sakes, saying, Thou also shalt not get in there. So he was not going there either. But then, you know, the things that they started doing, God wanted to start something new. And the reason was, if you see, keep on reading that chapter, you see the things that they were doing. You see the things that, you know, the, 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 the people of God, the people of Israel was doing. And God said, I want to start something fresh, something new. So your kids are the ones that are going to go in there. The new generation is the one that is going to go in there because I want to start, I'm going to begin, I'm going to have a new beginning in their life. It got so bad with them that they, in Numerous chapter 11 and verse 5, he started thinking. They started thinking about what they had when they were in Egypt. See, sometimes that happens to us too. We're going through this time of new beginnings, but before we get to the new beginning, there's some little struggles and we start thinking, oh, I remember when I used to have this. I used to have that. These things were in my life. No, things were not as hard. So we start thinking, oh, but, but when we were going through those times, we're thinking about the past, but when we were, when we were in the past, Things didn't look that bright. All of a sudden, now that we up in a new stage in our life, now those things that weren't that good, that we were complaining and whining about, now we see, oh, those were so great. The mac and cheese sandwiches. <laughs> the Campbell soup and the can that I used to eat, oh, that was so good. But when we were eating it, 
oh, we can wait. to. Now we're eating something different, but we are now complaining and going back. See how the devil starts acting in our life and doing things, making us think that the past was better when the present is a lot better and the future holds a lot better things for our lives and our families and our people in every single area of our lives. But we, we get stuck in that and we get the visual illusion for, you know, to start working in our life. No, God has new things in your life. God wants new things in your life. You know, they started thinking about all the good things that, that were going on. Now, the new things. From the old to the new. God is a God of new beginnings. Second Peter. Chapter 3, verse 13. He talks about new heavens and new earth. The Bible talks about that. He offers us a new thing from the future, because our future holds only new things. Can we say amen? amen? Our Heavenly Father promises us a new heaven. He only promises you the best, new things in the future. Because sometimes people think, well, in the present, we got to be suffering. Things got to be really bad. No. He wants you to live a graceful life here on earth. And he promised you new things up in heaven. So it's all around. Our God is a God of all around. If you go to Revelation chapter 21... And verse 1, you guys, we're going to see something there that's also interesting that I want you, I want all of us to be able to see. If you go to Revelation chapter 21, verse 1, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were what? Were what? Passed away. And there was no more sea. The is he going to get rid of the old? Why can't we get rid of the old? There's new things for us. So, you know, verse after verse, I'm just, I'm just leading you through the Bible, a little Bible quest. I hope you remember some of these verses and put them up in your refrigerator. Every time you think about the old, say, hey, the new stuff, that ugly pastor, Hispanic pastor that preached on Sunday at church, he says, yeah, the Lord says that. And you start working towards that. God will change your mind and everything else. 2 Corinthians, and I will finish with this. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man, any man be in Christ, is there any man or woman in Christ here? About five or six. Is there any man or woman or God here? Yeah. He is a new creature. All things are what? passed away behold all things are made or being become new hallelujah that's what he wants that's what the first part when we get saved that's the verse that we say that's the verse that we you know gets imparted into our life and that's how we got to live by okay he changes he transforms our heart he transforms our mind and for and for that matter everything in our lives starts becoming new get rid of the old don't be a whore trying to, you know, accumulate stuff and put stuff in a, in, 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 in a back room back there. And, 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 you know, it becomes more and more and more. 
messy. He wants you to get rid of all that. As soon as you do, new things are coming. Clean out the closet. Clean out the room. Clean out everything and anything you need to clean out because the new is about to come. New beginning for you in your life. And I'm going to end up, like I said, with this. New beginnings. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 and 19. Hallelujah. Let's read that one more time before we close uh, this day. Remember, ye not the former things, neither consider the things of, of the old. Behold, I will do new things. If we are willing to learn, and, and I'm going to go a step farther. If we are willing to learn new things and forget old things or unlearn old things, that's the tougher part. Sometimes we can try to, you know, cope with the new things, but we don't cope too well on forgetting. I remember when. Forget the things of the past. If it's not going to bring and light the future, forget the things of the past. If we can learn, if we can be are willing to learn and to unlearn the bad things, to work hard, and let God work in our lives. And start walking towards those new things that God has for us. Even if you don't understand it. Even if you don't like it. Even if it's, you say this, nothing good can come out of this. Trust God. Can we have faith? We talk about a God, an almighty. We talk about faith time after time. We say we are the church of faith. Well, those are the time in the new things when you're not accustomed, when you are, they're moving you out of your comfort zone, and you're like, oh, but I can't take this. You know how Noah felt when he had to build an ark and he had never seen raindrop? You know how he felt? That's sometimes how you and I feel. feel. So that's why we got to go back to the Bible and say, oh, I got to start thinking because Noah probably felt the same way, but he started building with Without having seen and we haven't seen but we are gonna see and we have to stay focused on God because if we do we will see his promises become real in our life and the new beginning coming from now forward amen Amen. Father God, I thank you for the word. And I thank you because you are a God of new beginnings. Because you are a God of a fresh start. I don't know what things we might be, we have been going through. I don't know what things, I mean, have gone into our life. I don't know if our past was good or our past was bad or, or how was it. But I do know one thing. You are a God of new beginnings. You are not a God of the past. You are not a God of the old. You are a God of the new. You got a new testament. You got a new covenant. Everything with you is new and we are, help us get into the new things that you have for us I ask you father that is this new season that we are about to start in this new beginning that we are about to start in this fresh start from regardless of how our past has been that your glory and your mercy work through us your grace will be sufficient in our lives in your name I pray I thank you amen Would you please stand with us as we sing our closing song?